0: Why does it sometimes feel like you are the only one surrounded by many problems why does it seem like you once you solve one problem there's always another one waiting for you will the problems in your life ever end what will you do if they never end Hello and welcome to the Leadership Notebook Podcast where we are building a culture of self-leadership within communities. My name is Emilia Musima, and I'm grateful you tuned in. This is episode 8 of season 1 of the Leadership Notebook Podcast and I'll be tackling the process of solving problems. I'll set the context for why you need problem-solving skills in every area of your life. I'll share tendencies of people who do not solve their problems i will outline the problem solving process and share a problem solving technique i've been using before i even knew it existed don't forget your inputs comments and reviews about this episode I welcome at leadership notebook 2020 at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe leave a comment if you can please and also read this episode (laughs) Okay, so one of the undeniable attributes of people who practice self-leadership is their ability to solve their problems. I believe every problem has a solution, though the solution may not be easily identified or accessible, an effort to find that solution can bear results. We often see problem solving as a skill we need for the workplace or business environment. But I would like to argue that you need the problem solving skill for every area of your life. And you need to apply problem solving techniques when you work on these problems in every area of your life. Allowing your problem solving skills to lie dormant, when it comes to private life leads to skewed success. And by skewed success, I mean when we are only successful in solving workplace problems but terrible in dealing with personal life problems. I mean, we become great managers and become great CEOs but bad husbands and bad friends, bad wives or bad parents... We have skills that are making companies thousands and thousands of rents and profit every year. But these skills do not benefit our private lives. I'll give you an example. We don't scream at people in the office or in the workplace when they make mistakes. But when we get home, we scream at our loved ones when they make mistakes. And this is what I mean by skewed success. So on that note, I just want to say this. Parent-child relationship, needs problem-solving skills. Husband-wife relationship, girlfriend-boyfriend relationship needs uh, problem-solving skills. Business partnerships, workplace relationships, sibling uh, relationships, or church relationships, they need problem-solving skills. Your friendships need problem-solving skills. Your relationship with money and wealth and material things needs problem-solving skills. Oh, and your relationship with yourself needs problem solving skills yes i just had to throw that one in there so (laughs) let's move on to the what i think are the tendencies that i picked up from people who do not employ problem solving skills in their lives one they blame other people And by other people, I mean parents, friends, colleagues, or fellow church members. This is where you would hear someone say, if my mother was educated, I would have gone far in life. Or if my father loved me, I would be a better man. Or something like, I would rather be alone because friends cannot be trusted. You know, people who have a natural default to blaming others always find fault with people around them. And they can be quite cynical, unfortunately. The other thing, or the other tendency of people who do not employ problem solving skills is that they blame social institution. And by by social institution, I mean government, the church, or the community they come from, you know. I mean I've heard people say something like yeah I am like this or I think like this or I do this because of the church I grew up in but the challenge is if you can take people who grew up with the person at the same time in the same church that they you know that the person is referring to you will find that the their outcomes were different and so this renders this this finger pointing actually invalid because someone got different results from the same environment where you got different results. So blaming social institution does not um, help, you know, in many cases. And the third one, which I think is interesting, is that people blame the unseen world when they do not want to apply problem-solving skills. By the unseen world, I mean things such as witchcraft or others can blame Satan. Or others can blame God now I'm not saying witchcraft does not exist I am not saying Satan does not exist and I am definitely not saying God does not exist what I am saying is have you ever thought about the fact that the problem you are facing could be nothing compared to what someone else is facing. And also that the problem could just be waiting for you to take a moment and think rather than pointing figures. Blaming, you know, blaming other people particularly comes so easy uh, to us, you know, so much so that we even end up blaming people for our success i mean i'd see a tweet where someone says something like yeah my aunts and neighbors used to laugh at us because we were poor you know now look at us we are so successful we are educated we bought houses and cars glory to god or karma said no or something like that you know people would say stuff like that i mean instead of enjoying your success in peace you are blaming people unless you really have hard evidence that people hated you or they didn't want to you know want you to be successful or anything like that there's no need for you to mention this when you succeed because it's like you're trying to validate your success and that is not really necessary everybody is destined for some form of success and i say some form of success because you define your own success the measure of your success may not be the same measure of my, um, of my success because we were not destined for the same things. You know, we, we, we were not uh, destined for the same future. So we go through different challenges to get to our form of success. But if you hold on a bit longer, we might actually get there. So no need to validate your achievement. By the way, that was just a side note. <laughs> okay, now let's look into what is involved in the process of solving a problem. In simple words, problem solving is a process or act of finding a solution to a problem. And this process involves identifying the real problem and its causes, finding solutions and implementing the solution. So I said identifying the real problem, you know. And the reason why I say real problem is because we live in a world where everything is generalized and blanketed into big umbrella terms that reduce us to victims. And I'm just going to give an example. We think our problems are our friends, but our problems are actually the way we choose friends. So it's so easy to say, yeah, my friends are problematic. But if we look deep down, we might find that... It's not those people who are problematic. It's the way you choose your friends. We think our problems is lack of money or lower salary, but our problem could actually be our attitude towards money. Or we might think people are the problem, but we might actually be the problem because we don't want to take responsibilities for our actions. So I can go on and on to show you how skilled our approach can be in evaluating our problems. So when it comes to this um, idea of always... um, Putting umbrella terms to our problems, I'll give you an example. Um, let's say the problem of joblessness or unemployment. Unemployment. You are unemployed currently, you know. If we ask why someone is unemployed, or if should we talk about the issue of unemployment, a lot of people could point a finger, a, a finger rather, at high unemployment rate. Others can say it's because of corruption or nepotism. Others can blame racism. Others can say it's lack of experience, lack of qualifications. While others say lack of funding to go to school. Others can blame witchcraft. Those who don't believe in in witchcraft, they can even say it's bad luck. Others can say God is not answering their prayers or God is punishing them. So all of the above reasons for your joblessness or the problem that causes, you know, unemployment or joblessness sound about right. And we can sit with you and throw a pity party, squeeze you and give you warm hugs and, you know, maybe share prayer. But the problem with this approach of identifying a problem is that it is a blanket approach. It is generalized, it is predictable, and it does not provide room for finding solutions. So if you remember in one of the previous episodes, I said that I like asking myself questions so I like confronting my thoughts my feelings and emotions and I don't take my feelings and emotions at face value. so there is this problem solving technique uh, that is called the five fires and this is the problem solving technique that I said in the intro of this podcast that I've actually been using without even knowing that it you know there's formally a problem solving technique like that where you ask questions you know so this one is called the five Ys, as in five W-Y, I mean W-H-Y-S. So this technique is used to analyze the root cause of a problem by repeatedly asking why a problem exists. And I want us to, to use it in trying to tackle this issue of finding a real problem. So like I said, I gave you examples of you know the kind of response that you can give in relation to uh, problems surrounding unemployment but if we dig deeper we might find that your problem specifically to you it is something different so let's try this uh, problem solving technique the five why so you are unemployed so the first question we would ask you why are you imp- unemployed And the answer can be something like, I don't have a qualification. Remember, I said it can be many things. It can be, you can blame nepotism and this false under social institution. You can blame racism or you can blame lack of experience. You can blame witchcraft or a whole lot of things. So for the sake of this exercise, we are going to choose qualification. I don't have qualification. The second question can be, why don't you have a qualification? Your answer could be, remember, could be, I didn't go to varsity because, after passimetric then the third question would be why didn't you go to university after passimetric your answer could be i didn't have money then the fourth question would be in response to why i didn't have money would be why didn't you find ways of making money because i didn't think it was possible to make money to go to to university that's a possible answer and then the follow-up question which is the fifth question could say why didn't you think it was possible to make money to go to university. And your answer can be something like, I've never seen anybody do it or I didn't know it existed or I didn't know how to do it. So now after the fifth uh, "why," as an analyst uh, of this problem and employing this five Y's problem solving technique, I can deduct that the problem for this particular unemployed person is lack of knowledge. So, it's easy to say your problem is joblessness, but when you look at it and based on the responses you provided to the five whys, I deduct that the problem is lack of knowledge. Now, just as a side, I just want to bring this to your attention. I'll come back to this, but I would like to bring this to your attention. If you don't have a job, the problem is not necessarily joblessness in most of the time, but what we are looking for is money predominantly and esteem <laughs> i know that obviously you, can't, you you will never walk into an interview room and say when they ask you why you're looking for a job and say you're looking for money but at, honestly you know at the end of the day what we want is money you need money because it gives you buying power buying power can help you change the status of your life you can buy food you can buy clothes houses you can buy cars you like you know you can be able to now support your loved ones and help them reach their dreams, you know. So you need money to do all these things. The second reason that I call it theme is that it's related to the fact that having a job is associated with dignity, and admiration, and a sense of achievement. So we feel like we have achieved some something, or we are doing something of dignity or something uh, with uh, admiration when we work but the truth is there are other ways of getting money and other ways of getting esteem outside of a formal employment or a formal job and a lot of us don't like taking that route but anyway let's come back to our problem so now we are moving into the second uh, step of solving a problem which is identifying or finding a solution remember i said that The first step is to identify the real problem. The second step is to identify or find a solution. And the third step is to implement a solution. So I I believe that based on the scenario that we just played right now, when we were asking the five whys, the problem here is lack of, of knowledge, like I said. So that means this person would now need information on how they can get money to take themselves to university so this is the solution they need so how would they implement this solution this is the third step of this problem solving uh, process i would say speak to people who are in university who are in university rather and ask them how they are funding their studies you know or find a temporary job so you can study you can work while you are studying you know so as you can see like this uh, technique actually gives you a different perspective at the end of the day uh once you have done it you know you begin to to see your issue or your problem in a different light and can actually provide a lot of, of of information that can help you to solve whatever problem that you might be experiencing you can do this with anything i mean you you even now you can just take your journal and write down what is your current problem is it death, is it um anger is it um, alcohol? Is it wrong relationship? What is it? Just write it, ask yourself five uh, uh, questions in relation to that, five whys in relation to that, and see what you come up with. Uh, in closing, I just want to share a story. You know, that uh, this happened last year actually, and it's, um, yeah. So I was working with this lady she was at an entry level position reporting to me so she wanted to go to, um on a trip outside the country in one of the african countries you know I know we are in south africa but yes outside south africa <laughs> So um the problem was that she didn't have money I mean obviously she was in an entry level position and um she had other priorities but she really wanted to go for this trip And what was so interesting was to see this peer graduate just turn into a beautician overnight just because she wanted to go on this trip. She started doing hair and offering mobile massages, and she also started selling cutleries and cosmetics just so she can go on this trip. You know, and (laughs) this uh, moment was quite key for me because. I've been wanting to travel as well, you know, and my excuse or my problem, you know, <laughs> has always been money. I've always felt like I can't afford, but I want to go, I can't afford. Never for a moment have I ever sat down and, 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 and said to myself, okay, Amelia, what can you do so that you can go, you know, you, you can travel, you know, without destroying your, your bank account? What can you do? So that you can have the things that you want to have without destroying your bank account or without getting yourself into trouble financially but so but this person, instead of thinking the way I was thinking, you know of just saying, "I don't have," she decided to find a solution so uh, let me just say that at the end of the day, she went where she wanted to go, and she had the experience of her of her of her life so what was interesting to me was that as soon as she started doing something about this trip as soon as she started doing this mobile massages and and doing hair you know and selling stuff um she started to attract people who wanted to sponsor her for the trip as well and so what i've learned through this process was that money attracts money effort attracts progress so you can do something to get little money but that little money can get you the big money that you need so it is worth it to just take a moment think about your problem and try to find a practical solution to your problem my email is leadershipnotebook2020 at gmail.com and I want to hear your story what techniques do you apply to solve your problems Until next time, bye and thank you for listening.